What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Athletic Aesthetic Podcast. My name is Vinny. I'm your host. It's been a minute since the intro episode, since the very first time I sat down here in my basement and recorded an episode, which I had no idea what it would lead to. I just I wanted to start something. I wanted to start a conversation. I was into sports. I was into art. I was into uniforms. I was into design, all those kind of things. And I was like, well, I don't know what a podcast looks like, but I'm just going to put this together and see where it leads to. So here we are. We're almost coming up on a two-year anniversary of that, and this podcast has done more for me in my life than probably any other professional venture that I've, I've went on. And so uh, I wanted to maybe take a second and update you guys on where we're at with the show, where we see the show going, and uh, some of the things that I'm most excited about. All right, ladies. Today we're here with a sponsor for your bouncing bundle of joy. And no, we're not talking about a baby. We're talking about your baby makers. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Today's show is brought to you by Manscaped. <laughs> I'm not bad. But just like babies, your delicate little guys have sensitive skin and deserve products that are not only skin safe, but made with safe ingredients. Right, bud? We care about ingredients. Cut. No, we're rolling, bro. That's where Manscaped's Platinum Package comes in. From razors to, say, shower care. Shower care. This package goes above the gold standard for your body hair. Right, bud? So treat your beautiful boys to the world's finest toys at manscaped.com. Use our code. Trey, what's our code? Manscaped20. No, that's not our code. Our code is athlete20. Oh. For 20% off plus free shipping. Free shipping. They designed this package to allow you to fully align your entire hygiene routine with elite products. Elite. Elite products. Elite. Not no Bush League stuff. Elite products. Elite. Inside the Platinum Package, do you know what a Platinum Package is? It's better than gold. It's, it's like the best package. You'll find the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. Here, go to Uncle Trey. The Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer. Ultra Premium Body Wash. Ultra Premium 2-in-1 Shampoo. And Conditioner. Ultra Premium Deodorant. Crop Preserver Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant. Crop Reviver Ball Spray Toner, Anti-Chafing Boxers, and the Shed Travel Bag to hold your goods while traveling. Traveling. <laughs> Both are waterproof, so you can shave with less mess. Less mess. Don't forget to apply the aluminum-free ultra-premium deodorant for that cologne-quality scent on the go. Strong. The Platinum Package 4.0 covers all bases from head to toe. Mom, we need help. <laughs> Give them the mom. Italian boys, man. I always want their mommy. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code ATHLETE20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code ATHLETE20. Use the platinum package because the gold standard is no longer good enough. Manscaped. ATHLETE20. You want to wave? All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back. I got my homie here. 
Trey, what up? You, you're down here. This is your first time in the basement. First ever, man. I'm actually excited to be where the beginnings are. Yeah. You know what I mean, bro? Seeing where you started, bro, it's definitely inspiration, man, because where we're going is going to be something spectacular. Yeah. And honestly, dude, like, you know, I said in the intro, just sitting down here when I first launched the podcast, I was just hoping that I could get a guest at some point on the show. And... You know, I, I pulled this up because I wanted to, to kind of walk us back through the start of this and talk to you about it, share some of that, because I think we've gained a lot of a uh, new audience, 100%. even since you came on the show. And um, a lot of people may not have seen the first half of that and where it came from, where it's going. And so I thought it would be fun. Like, you know, I said I sat here and I had no idea who was going to be my first guest. I didn't even know how to work audio or like <laughs> <laughs> anything, honestly. I just had a logo, a cool name for a show. And like a concept. And so I hit up my boy Cody, uh, Cody Sable, who him and I share the studio space right. downtown in Pittsburgh. And I was like, well, if there's anybody who's a good first guest for the show, it's going to be someone that I'm going to get to mess up a few times. He's not going to get pissed off. <laughs> and not kill you for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, I, we, I, don't, I don't know if I ever told you, but we actually recorded the, ver like, there's the intro episode, which is just me. Right. And then there's the one of me and Cody, which is my first, like, guest. Right. And we recorded that, I think, four different times, four different days. It took me a month. I, like I told people, I'm going to launch the podcast January 2022. And it didn't come out till the first week of February <laughs> because I, I shot it week one, edited it, and I was like, no, this is bad. This ain't going to work. Actually, the first time I we just, we were working in the studio, there was like an entire 24-hour stretch where we were just like grinding, getting ready for... I don't even know what, it was like holiday season or something. We were both in there like long hours. And I was like, dude, let's do episode one right now. And he, we had like no prep. I had no idea. Just got to it. And he, no, he was like, this is a bad idea. Like, no, we're not, <laughs> we're not shooting for episode one. I was pissed. I was like, come on, dude. Please. And then came back a week later, shot it. I, it was like terrible. Came back a third time. The audio was all jacked up. And I was like, bro, I hate to make you do this. <laughs> But will you please come on this thing one more one time? One more. And Cody's my boy, so he was like, yeah, dude, like whatever you need. Did and it then, ever drop? Yeah, it's it's episode number one with Cody. And if you go back, it's it's crazy to look at because, um, like, I did the intro episode here, but then I we started recording, right. like, actually downtown. And, like, if you look at the set, I think it, no, it's definitely the yellow chairs. I went to Ikea right before we recorded. Love those yellow chairs. Bought the yellow chairs, sat them up. I thought I had the dopest set that you'd ever imagine. And, like, I mean, anything you start, like, I don't know if you're, like, you know, you start something new. 100%. It's difficult. Always. And, like, is there something maybe that you can think of that... Um, is like that where you look back at the first time or like maybe it's like watching film of you in high school or like your first year at Pitt. No, nah, I'll tell you something right now. When I was in high school, we made this clothing line called hashtag jet, no, hashtag jetpack. And I thought it was the coolest Hold thing up. ever. Hold up. That was you? Yeah. I bought a pair of jetpack socks off of you. <laughs> you sure did. I swear to God. Yeah. That's why I knew I recognized you before. I swear on everything. Did you buy them in Roville Mall? Yeah. 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 Get the hell out of here. Yeah. That was you. Yeah. Hashtag jetpack. Yeah. It wasn't just jetpack. It was no, hashtag, hashtag jetpack. Jet, yep. That was us. <laughs> Bro, no way. 
This is not scripted. Like, I did nah, not know this. That's serious, That's though. crazy. Yeah. I'll never forget it. I knew it. you had a clothing brand, but I didn't know that's Listen, what it was. Listen, and that thing crazy. was jumping. But let me tell you, I was so nervous because when we started it, my brother already had kind of, like, pushed it. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I got to try to do something different. So when I started playing, bro, every time you see me in interviews, hashtag Jetpack. So I was doing the NIL deal stuff, for real, for real, before NIL did yeah. stuff. So things was cool, but that was terrifying. I can't even lie to you, because I thought people were going to hate it, to be honest with you. You sold me on a pair of socks that I was not shopping for. That's, so. It's crazy how the world comes around full circle. I legit, I remember buying that pair of socks thinking, that dude, like, I, I don't even really, like, need socks right now. This dude was, like, really persistent about these socks. Bro, I used to set people up to buy stuff. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure you did. I definitely set you up. You just, you like, up. gave them to me and was like, yeah, bro, those are yours. And I was like, thanks. And then and then you were like, this is how much it'll be. And then I was like, okay, I thought you were giving me these. Listen, when I tell you I used to set people up, bro. What's <laughs> not I'm in, I'm in high school. I remember this years later. That's how much of a moment this was for me because I was confused leaving there like, did I just buy some socks? <laughs> how did I just buy these? And this is the funniest thing, bro. I used to set people up, bro. Like, this one dude came with some cowboy boots. I'm like, he wants nothing to do with what we got. I'm like, man, those cowboy boots look crazy. Are they ostrich? He was like, well, well, buddy, yeah, they're ostrich. I just wanted to talk to his yeah. wife. <laughs> just so she could buy something. She bought five things for her kids. I yeah. became a salesman that day. That was me. <laughs> and the ostrich boots. <laughs> it probably was, bro. That's crazy, though. I that can't believe wild. it's wild. I wish I still had. I don't know. I had those things for a long time. And it was comfy. They were nice socks. It was comfy. Dude. They it were was nice comfy. Socks. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, that's wild. We were meant to, we were we were meant meant to be to brothers, be, man. Yeah, it's, that's crazy. That and, is nice. Well, I'm glad I asked that because, like, you know, I was saying you look back on something. So I'm sure you look back on that and you're like, damn, like, I would have done that differently or. Oh, my gosh. Especially the stuff that we do now, bro. Seeing on how you move as well, like, with the athletic aesthetic apparel, bro, how we've been building that as well, bro, like. I would do it so different. Yeah. That's kind of when, like, Instagram just started popping. You know what I mean? Twitter yeah. was a thing. My that was Facebook. right before I moved to Charlotte because... Okay. That was probably, like, 2014? Yeah. 2015, yeah. somewhere in there. 14. 14? 14. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Wow. So you were a young buck just selling me merch back in the day. I got you, though, didn't I? <laughs> got me. Hey, that's how that meant. I wore the shit out of those socks. <laughs> um, but when I look back on this first episode... I look back on that and I'm like, dude, this is rough. It's like, be, well, for one, it was the fourth time we were trying to have a conversation. That's wild to me, by the way. And it's like, I had, you know, like when I first launched a podcast, you, you have this feeling where you're like, I got to know what I'm talking about before I sit down. Right. And now, like, we just kind of sit down. And I, it, it allows it to flow so much better. 100%. It's a normal conversation. But, like, it almost felt like if I didn't show up a little bit prepared, which I do come prepared a little bit, especially when I have, like, a guest on. Like, I'll do a little search right. on them, make sure I know. A little you know, Wikipedia. Yeah, a little Wikipedia search on them. But, like, um, you know, that one I had, like, scripted out questions, topics. You felt like you were so prepared. And, and then you get in there and you try to force that conversation. And the first time we recorded it was actually really good. Really? And I was mad that the audio sucked because I wish I could have shared it. I think it would have been a solid first episode. But then trying to force that same conversation three more times. It wasn't working. It, it wasn't working. So when you watch that back, it feels forced. like forced. Yeah. And so then I, I was like, all right, let me take a step back. I, I got to get something out, though, because I'm a month late on the promised drop date of it. <laughs> so I got something out, and it was a start. But, like, dude, there's so much truth in that of 
how many things in my life where I've, it, it, I almost got to a point where I was like, I'm just not going to do this. Imagine if you did it. Yeah. And like, I feel like people do that every day where they're like, I think I want to do this. And then, you know, a little adversity hits them and they're like, nah, I don't really, I'm, I'm good. I don't really want to do this. But yeah, so I, you know, stuck it out, dropped it. Episode two, I was really excited. I got some new mics. I was like, I'm going to fix all these audio issues, all this stuff. I had a dude on the show, his name's Khalil, and he had just beat cancer for, like, the second time. You were telling me about that. And we were actually going to the hospital after we recorded to ring the bell to, like, end his chemo treatments. That's huge. So it was, like, such a fun experience. But then I had audio issues with him, too. Wow. So I was like, damn, like, I, you can't get that moment back. And it's hard to get back. It's impossible. Yeah. He'll never be able to come back on a day when he's finishing chemo to record an episode. That is 100% So, like, true. I can have him back, but the conversation of, yo, I'm about to go ring a bell and end this crazy journey with cancer, like, you can't manufacture that again, you, like I did with the first episode. You have to show them that part of the video, bro. I think that oh. was the coolest thing that you've ever shown me. That little, like, hype video. Yeah, bro, yeah. because he was so excited. And, like, to see somebody have to go through that. Yeah. Right, bro? Like, you have so many great guests on, bro. And you don't even... I think what you don't give yourself credit for, bro, you're the definition of a dream chaser. Like, real life. Like, most people say, I'm a dream chaser, but they don't ever chase their dreams. What are mm -hmm. we talking about? You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, bro, you chase your dreams and then not only chase your dreams, you had an art exhibit at Stage A. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're working for a company to do what you love to do as an artist. Yeah. Bro, I can, listen, I know a lot of artists in the community, and I, I promise you ain't none of them doing what you're doing, you know what I mean? So I mean, it just, it comes with, dude, like, people respond to different things in life differently, you completely. know? And like, for me, um, like, my dad was an, an artist. He was a, a guitar player, creative, and I think I even talked about this a little bit in the intro, but, like, I watched him, you know, kind of give that up to provide for our family, and, you know, he went and he was a construction worker, and he planned on, you know, he'll make his money, support the family, retire, get, get back, back into it. it. And it's like, he passed away, he never got to get back into it. And I'm like, well, we also struggled. So it's like, if you're going to struggle, and there's no guarantee that you'll have later in life, then I may as well struggle and do what I love. A hundred percent. And it's like, when you realize that, life kind of becomes a little bit different because then you're not owned by money as much, which it sucks because it's like, I'd trade all that to have my dad here. Right. But if my dad didn't pass away, I probably wouldn't be doing right. nearly, I'd probably still just be doing, you know, whatever sales job. Not that there's anything wrong. Some people are great at sales, but like I had no other options. So I just right. started selling cars and whatever I could get a job selling. And I just sucked at it. <laughs> so I'm glad that I'm here now. And, but yeah. Um, fast forward a little bit, you know, I, I was taking you through some of these episodes. You get to episode three, had our boy Bald Boy on. So at, at this point, I'm I'm just like tapping on people that are in my life and right. being like, yo, let's let's just have fun and shoot an episode and see what happens. And the episode that I did with him was the first episode that I felt like the audio was good, camera was good, like everything worked out, the conversation was right. like good, everything went right. Because in all the other ones, it was either like the conversation was terrible because it was the fourth time we were trying to have it, but the audio was okay, or the audio was terrible and the conversation was great. It struggling. felt like episode three, I was like, we did it. Like we pulled off an episode 
And I think that was the first episode that I had uh, Cole from the Hounds actually sit okay. in and like make sure the audio was good. Right. So I was like, huh, there's actually something to having a team uh. to do something like this. Because I thought I could just sit down with a camera and right. record myself, which you can if you have the right technology. Boy was balling on a budget, didn't have the right technology. So um, kept going. Episode four, I had my first, I think episode four. Oh, no, episode four, I hit up. Do you know who Jake Polino is? I don't. Jake Polino is, you've, you've definitely seen him on like TikTok or Instagram. He's went viral a million times for like dying air forces in different yes, yes, things like coffee, yes, yes. whatever. And um, I mean, he's not, he's done a million other things, but that's probably his most viral. Don't he have a pair of shoes? What's his shoes called? Kizos, yeah. I got to grab a, a pair of those. Yeah. I got to grab yeah. a pair of those. I, um, before he even launched those though, like I met him because he was doing a show, he was hosting a show on, uh, on Twitch called One of One. Or, okay. I think that's what it was called. But um, he was just having sneaker customizers come on and, like, customize shoes, talk about it. It was, like, a two-hour-long live stream, and he asked me to come on. And uh, what's really funny is Bald Boy was on the episode right before me. But we had not – all three of us didn't know each other. And I found out Bald, Bald Boy lived in Pittsburgh watching his episode before mine. That's crazy. And I was like, what? So I hit him up. That's how he ended up coming on my episode on the third one. And then I was like, yo, Jake. He lives in Boston at the time. I was like, if I fly you in here, will you do an episode? And he's like, I mean, sure. And at the point, like, I had no budget to do this show. And I'm like, screw it, man. I'm flying you in. I'm putting you in a hotel. And I'm just going to, we're just going to have fun. And like, if I'm going to take this serious, I'm going to take this serious. You did it big one time. So I like, you know, I bought a bunch of really good mics, bought a little mixer. And we sat in the studio. He came in town. We, sh we shot an episode. And we actually did a vlog where we, like, dyed shoes in Turner's Tea and Iron you City Beer. That. And um, that, honestly, I feel like making that change and deciding I'm going all in on this show, it really, like, boosted it. And I don't know, like, how deep we want to get on this episode, but, like, I feel like when you put your foot in the ground and you say, I'm really about something, right. the world kind of responds to it. 100%. And... The next episode that I did was with Benny Snell. So I went from not sure I could have any guests to having episode four, five be a professional athlete. Which is huge. And then I was like, okay, I can really use like the art and the leverage of doing these cleats and stuff like that to get some guests on here. Right. So I started reaching out like crazy, dude. Shooting, <laughs> I'm shooting DMs left and shit. right. Like, that would carry out then, huh? Yeah. And... Um, you know, some of them were received. Some of them were probably still left on red if I pull them up. But, like, you know, I was just, I was like, I'm going to do it, man. And then you go through. I had Corey Graves, who's a WWE wrestler local. I had our, we went to Zed's. Zed was the first out of studio episode that, that I did. Bro, you did a lot, bro. I had your boy uh, Trap Walker, John hey, Morgan on. shout out to John Morgan. Out in Arkansas, let's get right this year, baby. Let's get some <laughs> Arkansas, sacks. right? He's at Arkansas, man. Yeah, the SEC. Hope, hoping the best for my boy. Yeah. We had, uh, then we had our next Steeler on. We had Chris Wormley came on the show. We had your boy MJ Devonshire, which I had him on because I was gifting him a painting from his week one game when he did the pick six. Against West Virginia. Against WVU. And that's, that's how I, like, did the painting. That's how I connected with him. And then I think that's the first time you saw 100%. Episode, that was right? the first time I ever saw anything that you did. I was like, hey, hold on. I know cuz. 
right? And what's crazy is the fact that MJ's a cool kid, bro. And shout out to you as well, MJ. I'm hoping that the season this year is incredible and we continue to whoop WVU's butt as time <laughs> goes on. But that's another story. Um, genuinely was like, yeah, this is different. Something that you're doing was just different. So I was like, let me tap in and see what kind of guy this guy what is. What was your initial like reaction? My initial reaction was like, no, nah, I was like, bro, who the hell is this dude? Like, he got MJ on, he got all these dudes. I'm like, how do I not know about this guy in the city? That don't even make sense, yeah. right? So you kind of created like this sense of like mythical guy. You know what I mean? Like, who is this guy? You know what I mean? And yeah. when I got the chance to meet you and come on to the show, I was like, it's a good dude, man. Yeah. And so I remember you hit me up right after that, which my life was in a real crazy time because... This is, that episode dropped, you know, September, mm-hmm. right, right during the beginning of the season. Um, and then I, I think you reached out shortly after that. But I was actually having a meeting with Clay and Cole from the Hounds to talk about the show. Because I, I had, like, hired them for the first year to, like, right. advise the show. Right. And they would meet with me once a week. And it's crazy that you called me while I was meeting with them. And we were talking about, you know, the, the near future of the show. Because it had, like, gained some traction. But... I was doing all the editing. I was doing all the posting. Right. I was doing everything. And I'm like, yo, I'm about to gear up and go into holiday season right now with orders. Like, this is about to be crazy. I don't know if it's worth it to keep doing it. Right. And you called me and I was like, all right, people are actually seeing this thing. And I was like, well, instead of not doing it at all, because at this point I was doing monthly episodes. Right. I was like, instead of not doing it at all, I think I can commit to doing an episode once a month from my basement. Right. And not worry about guests. Right. And I was like, I'm just going to figure it out on my own. And so that's when you get to episode, uh, right after MJ, episode 11 is called Mr. Solo Dolo. Yeah, I, I like that. literally I like sitting, that. Right, I flipped the camera around, and I'm sitting where the camera is right now with just a black backdrop, and I had lights hitting it. I just did my first solo episode. I had some talking points, and I was like, I'm just going to keep this show alive because I have a baby due in a month. I have holiday orders coming like crazy. This dude, Trey's calling me, talking all kinds of crazy stuff about an exhibit and, like, all this shit. And I'm like, we hadn't even actually got into the exhibit stuff yet. No, not yet. yet. But, like, you know, I just felt like there was something brewing, and I was starting to feel overwhelmed because I'm like, I got a million things moving right now, but I didn't want the show to just die and go dormant for, like, four or five months until after the baby came I could, like, launch it again. And so I was like, screw it, I'm just going to do it. I did two back-to-back solo episodes. The second one is, the second one is episode 12. It's called Let's Ride. Let's because ride. it was like right after Russ was like doing the let's ride, let's <laughs> ride. And then I did a Denver Broncos redesign on right. that episode using like, you know, let's ride as the Everybody thing. was using it at that time. Yeah, but like that episode went crazy on the reels it still is our number one watched video on the channel on the reels is the denver broncos redesign i actually just posted it recently on the i seen that on the instagram because fire by the way thanks um but yeah there's it's so funny too because people all comment on that episode uh or on that that short and there's it's all broncos fans and they all think i'm a broncos fan but you're not tell me what you really are (laughs) all the comments are like Bro, stop worrying about uniforms. We need to win. And I'm like, we? I don't even like y'all. <laughs> I actually commented back to someone today. He was like, we need to worry about playing better. Then we can worry about new uniforms. And I was like, the Bengals got new uniforms and then went to the Super Bowl the next season. The theory <laughs> sucks. Like, so. Tell them who your, your biggest, your, your team is. 
I mean, bro, everyone knows I'm a Steeler guy. Say it again so the people from the Denver yeah, Broncos can here, understand. If you're new here, if you came in through a short, we are Steeler fans. Um, but Shut, like, Come on, nah. Yeah, you tried to you tried to unclaim Russell Wilson before we shot here. I'm so. just saying, bro. Shout out to Kenny Blickett. <laughs> Kenny Blickett. We need to do a, uh, a line of, like, an individual line of our merch that's hashtag jetpack. Yo, the, yo, you bring that back. <laughs> that is, that's the, you gonna have to get some of the, the dust off of that, bruh. Cause I'm telling you right now, that's yeah. from way, way, way. I got way you, bro. Back. I think we should do it. Hey, no, it's it's, it's meant to be. If I bought a pair of these socks, dude, which is crazy to me, bro. Cause that was some. And I remember ago. it. Like you know how much shit I've bought in my life and just impulse buys. Like there was something actually. It it was never about the socks. It was about the actual interaction that like stuck in my mind. I was like, I can't believe this dude went out of his way and actually sold me a pair of socks. Cause I try to avoid the kiosk people in the mall like the plague, bro. Like, <laughs> Everybody does. Everyone wants to clean your shoes. Everyone wants to like give 100%. you, uh, you know, whatever. And it's like, bro, I somehow bought those socks. That makes me feel good though. Cause that means I did my job. You know what I mean? I did what I was supposed to do. Yeah. And I did it well enough that you never forgot it. <laughs> I never forgot it. So bro. I wonder how many other people are out there like, who is this skinny black kid? This dude <laughs> from Monrovia. You're like a legend of Monroeville Mall. Bro, remember back when the uh, the riots happened? Yeah. I was in the Monroeville Mall on my really? kiosk like this <laughs> with my brother. You're out here selling socks. <laughs> selling socks, selling He's shirts. He's putting shit in the socks like, here. <laughs> Just give me the money later. Cash at me. Venmo, something. That's funny. Bro, that was a good time. But yeah, so next episode. So we went to episode twelve. That was that was posted in obviously December because twelve episodes, monthly episode. Got through the first year, and VC three was born January seventh. Mm, VC three, my little dog. Yeah, and life just you know, he's my second kid, but like, two kids is a different animal than one because with one, you know, mom's breastfeeding, dad's a little bit free. Right. With two. Mom's breastfeeding, dad's watching number one. So it's like, <laughs> you know, life got real. Like, my availability to go downtown to the studio got cut back. Um, Cody even was texting me, like, bro, do you still work in this studio? Like, I haven't seen you in months. And I was like, dude, I'm, I'm surviving right now. <laughs> he said, I'm just trying to float, bro. Yeah. And then, uh, so I came and met with you guys at the pavement group, you and Brian. And um, the first day, bro, I, don't, I didn't even have a job. At the, I wasn't even looking for a job at the pavement Facts. group. You and was 45 minutes late, which is crazy. No, not even that first meeting. I'm talking about the first time I came out to the office. I made sure I was on time for that. Yeah, you I definitely was, like, was on time for that. I can't come in late after being 45 minutes late for the You can't do a back-to-backer. Yeah, so I come in, dude. I, I sit down and talk to you guys, and um, I remember going, these guys seem like they got a little bit of money. <laughs> hey, Brian. <laughs> I got this crazy yeah. idea for an exhibit, <laughs> like, and if I could do it on like, you know, this kind of budget, I think it would be really cool. And he was like, yeah, I think that would be really cool. You know, he just like <laughs> walked away. I'm like, huh? So I started like talking to you guys about it and it just worked out. And honestly, like I look back on it and I'm like, dude, now that I know the inner workings of the pavement group, I don't know how that happened. Got it. Because they just genuinely brought me in and just trusted me to throw an exhibit in stage AE. And you did it. And gave me, like, a crazy budget to do it. And you did it really, really well. We did it, bro. That, that, I could not have done that. With, and, and when we launched the exhibit, right, 
Um, we did actually, so if I'm looking at this, we didn't do an episode until the week before the exhibit. Yeah. So I went dormant all of the month of January, and then I was like, shit, I got to do something with the show. Mm -hmm. And when we were, like, thinking about the exhibit, initially it wasn't even tied to the podcast. At all. It was just, like, one of my art shows. And I was like, why would I not tie it to the, sh to the show and make content out of it? And, like, then it could be a live thing for the show moving forward. And all of that, none of it was planned. And that's, that's the crazy part about it. And then I, I remember coming up to you and being like, hey, come do an episode of my podcast like as a guest and we'll talk about the exhibit because right. you're going to MC it. I'm going to be the artist. I'll never forget that. You're one. the connection. Like, let's just talk about the exhibit. So that's like the, the title of that is episode 13. It's called Exhibit One. And it was just like a, the first clip I think I ever made of you where you're like, all right, elevator pitch, five, four, three, two, one. And you go through like why you should come to the exhibit and People really messed with that. Yo, heavy. I don't know why, but they loved that part, yeah. bro. Yeah. And so I was like, damn, there's something here. And so we move into the exhibit. You know, I'm up for basically three weeks straight trying to finish the paintings until the morning of the exhibit. <laughs> like, that was no joke. Bro, you're Kobe, bro. I swear you're Kobe in the fourth because you really be finishing paintings at the very... Bro, I legit finished the Justin Herbert painting at 7 a.m. We got the keys to stage AE at 8 a.m. And, and there were, that was not the only one I was working on that night. There were several other that finished at 5 a.m., at 3 a.m. And, and, like, they were all, like, partly worked on, but they just needed finishing touches. So right. I was, like, you know, just working through that. But anyway, so you come on. We do the exhibit. The exhibit's crazy. Yeah, great time. Honestly, one of the most insane moments of my life. That's So behind the camera, we got Swing over here. Swing. And that's where I met, met Swing. He's, he comes there. He's just chilling, you know. There was like 75 photo and videographers there. Mm -hmm. like, and they were all like, I'm just trying to shoot. Yeah. Like, I just, I noticed something in that night that I was like, dude, there's actually like a need for this kind of community. 100%. And not only just in Pittsburgh. If this is happening in Pittsburgh, it's happening everywhere. everywhere. There's creatives just doing stuff and no, there's no community around it. Right. So, yeah, so I was like, dude, exhibit, crazy, got to have you back on and recap the exhibit. <laughs> so you come back on for episode 14. That episode, fitting, is called Momentum. Talk to him. Because I just, I felt, dude, like I felt like, okay, episode 14, we're in year two. We just came off of, some, like I'm getting goosebumps. Like I don't know if you can see this on the camera. Like straight goosebumps right now. Like it, it just felt like, dude, for the first time in my life, I was accepted by Pittsburgh. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, I was not just this kid. Like, I was like, damn, he's really doing something. Because, I, I mean, we actually talked about this. Maybe you could speak into it a little bit. But, like, I was ready to be done with Pittsburgh. <sighs> bro, I was ready to be done with Pittsburgh, bro. I felt like my heart was broken by Pittsburgh. And to be honest with you, I know you felt the same, bro. It was like, where's the love type? And then we had that art exhibit, bro. And it was like, they were like, here's the love. Yeah. Just to prove a point to us, bro. And that was probably one of the most amazing things that I've seen in such a short amount of time. Yeah. You know what I mean? A turnover time from the fans and not even just the fans, like the people who just really embraced us in terms of community, right? Like, yeah. It was different. It was. But, um, yeah, so we did an episode called Momentum. It's episode 14. Dang. And uh, then I was like, yo, we need to go weekly with this. <laughs> Which was bold. Very bold. I'll never forget that. I said, all right, motherfucker. <laughs> We're going to have to figure it out. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, dude, let's let's get in. And Brian, honestly, the pavement group came in and they were like, hey, we're going to help you produce this and 
you know, the editing, we need to take that off your plate because there's things we want you to do here. And if you're stuck behind it, uh, uh, you know, the edit of your own podcast for like one day out of the week, can't work. Like it's just not going to work. So, you know, cause I edit slow, like I'm self-taught on everything. So it's like, <laughs> I can get the job done, but like, it takes a while. I'm like a horse and carriage compared to a Ferrari. <laughs> you know, you get someone in here that actually knows what they're doing. <laughs> Editing, it's like a lot faster. So, you know, shout out to them because they really took the show to a new level when I could sit down and focus on recording and right. getting good guests and good conversations and then know like the edit will be done. Right. You know, shout out to Anthony. He stepped up and, Definitely and like, helped up. take that show to a new level. Uh, Kickler taking photos. Like there's been so many people that have just come through and like owned the show and been like, yeah, let's, let's take this to a new level. And so, um, you know, I, I'm grateful and, that's why you come back on for episode 15, and I'm like, all right, we got to announce you as a co-host, because you're three <laughs> episodes in a row right Back now. to back to back. But we just were having such great conversations, even outside of the exhibit. 100%. I started to learn your story a little bit more, and I'm like, damn, Trey Tipton, the story, like, let's get your interview <laughs> oh, in. And so we, we went through that, like, did that episode announced you as the guest and what's crazy is like nobody batted an eye everyone's like yeah this is like of course he's gonna be on the show and it now. just kept moving like it never stopped never slowed down we just kept it rolling like yeah. and i'm not gonna go through like all these but from then on we had david allen we had joe del sardo which was like a huge thing for me because he was like a Shout hero to, to me growing up we we sat in david. brian's office we had kara sapite on which was like our first uh female guest but that was the first person we were venturing outside of sports 100%. and art. And, but then we realized, like, her story is a story that athletes can connect 100%. to. So, like, it really opened the scope of what this show could be, even having her on as a guest. Because then that led to um, uh, Tyra Grant was on from Steel City Impact. We did a few individual episodes. We had Presley Harvin on. We had Pittsburgh Dave on. We had Josh Getzoff on. Then we did one before Vegas. And then we end up in Vegas doing a live episode, which was nuts. That was so much fun. Oh, man. What was your takeaway like from that? No, there's nothing like it, bro. Like, you got to think, like, I feel like sometimes we don't appreciate, appreciate how fast we really be moving. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because we move fast. Like, we do a lot of things that are big scale, um, genuine, cool, and different, right? But we do it very, very fast. And sometimes we do it so fast, we forget that, like, we've done a lot already. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's one of those things, man, I've been looking at it lately, and I'm just like, wow. Yeah. We've come a long way. Yeah. And I remember feeling like, so the event was the uh, Top Contractor School Retreat, and um, it was, you know, I think I said it on stage, but it was like, you know, it's easy to dismiss it and be like, oh, this is just natural progression. But, dude, taking this thing from sitting here, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Monongahela, Pennsylvania. I say, wait a minute. You, you didn't even know how to get here. I was like, where am I at? <laughs> and to go like, hey, within a year and a half, we're going to be doing live from Vegas. That's I nice. don't care what the route is to get there. That's crazy. Crazy, bro. crazy, crazy, so, crazy. So, you know, that was our last episode that we've posted um, since doing this. And that's why, you know, we've been really looking at the show and what do we want to do moving forward? How do we want to take it to a new level do we want to do exhibit two in the in the uh winter this year we got to do we want to do another live episode in the winter when we go to the tcs event got to so it's like there's so many really cool things coming up um i'm curious like what are you most excited about honestly i'm most excited to see where we go next man i feel like the world is just now getting to see us and feel our presence 
And now we got to show them that this is who we are. This is what we do. This is what we love, right? But then also get ourselves in the community a little bit more. Because people are starting to see our faces. They recognize us when we go places, right? But now it's time to take it to a level where we're not just Pittsburgh famous, but we can get regionally famous. And from regionally, we get nationally famous. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Because I can feel it happening. Yeah. And for me, dude, like, I have no desire to be famous. But, like, I just realize now the more people know you, the more... Like, if your morals are in the right place, the more good you can do. 100%. And so it's not even about being famous just to be like, yo, I got all these followers. It's legit. Like, the only way you can change shit in the world is if you have some influence. 100%. So we're trying to get some influence right now. And so, like, you guys watching this show that watched from the beginning all the way up until my boy came on. And maybe you just, maybe this is the first episode you saw because this is kind of, we should title this, like, what was the first one? The intro? This should be, like, the re-intro or something like that. <laughs> but, um, you know, we've been talking about splitting this thing into two seasons um, and giving us time to plan the exhibit. So um, I think we're going to launch season two. Yes, sir. Right? So season two is going to launch this year around football um, at the start of the season. And basically we're going to run along with the season and then hopefully end cap that at the end with an exhibit two somehow at the end of the football season. So we're going to do episodes throughout the year. Um, our goal is weekly. Uh, it's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot. So if you're watching this and you haven't subscribed, please do. Please. Because we're look, we've seen the analytics. There's a lot of you who watch, but you haven't subscribed. Why not? I don't know. Make it make you're sense. You're watching all the stuff. Subscribe. We, we want to, maybe we'll get Russell Wilson on the show. Okay? <laughs> if you subscribe. I know all you Denver fans are following here. <laughs> like, subscribe. Don't just watch the shorts. There's like hundreds and hundreds of thousands of views on the shorts. Imagine if they all subscribed, right? Crazy. You just need to have Russell Wilson on. That's what it is. Yeah. We'll get it. Let's ride. Yeah, that or Kenny Blickett. Yeah, well, that's your boy. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, yeah, we got to do that first. Merch drop. Here it Hashtag comes. jetpack Kenny Blickett. <laughs> <laughs> that's fire, actually. We got to show at the training camp with some Kenny Blickett shirts. I'm with it. I'm so down. Yeah, that's the <laughs> other thing. We got some vlogs planned for the show. Like, we want to go out, out and about again. Out and about. Uh, you know, check out some new places. So maybe comment right now. Leave some uh, examples or examples, ideas of places you'd like us to go, some businesses you'd like us to check out, um, and maybe even comment some people you'd like us to have on the show, some topics you'd like us to go over or talk about. Um, we have some really cool partnerships coming up for season two. Um, right now we're in the process of like recording and we're, we're getting people in um, and we're building a base so that it's going to allow us to go weekly. Um, but yeah, dude, I'm like, I, I look at this and sometimes it's, it's genuinely dream. We went to the pirate game yesterday and there were how many people we walked past. We saw athletic aesthetic hats. Crazy. I'm like, that's wild, dude. It's one step at a time. What's crazy to me is like, they're actually wearing them. And they like the guy, the one, the one dude was at a pirate game wearing a tan and teal hat. (laughs) Like. That shit is not pirate's colors. At all, but they love what we're doing. So it, it just makes you feel like, that's what I told you, like the first time I felt like the city had my back. So I, I want to keep that going, man. If you haven't got any merch, like it helps us grow the show. It helps us like not only put a little bit of extra bread in our pocket to be able to continue to do this. Right. None of this is free. And I'll tell you that, like at the end of the day, like if I didn't make any extra money off the merch and I still see people wearing it, 
that does so much for me that I'm like, dude, people believe in me. Tell me what you felt, though. That felt crazy. It feels crazy to see people wearing your stuff. And, like, I never want to go numb to that. You know what I mean? Right. I feel like it's easy to go numb to that once you reach a certain level. For sure. Definitely not at that level yet, but I never want to go numb to that because it's such a cool feeling. It's respected, man. You know? Definitely respected. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys out there for really wearing our stuff, making us feel like we're really home. You know what I mean? Because that, that's special to us, and you can tell how special it is to Vinny. So continue to go buy the merch, subscribe, do everything that my man just told you to do, and some, because we need your help to grow this, man. We want to build influence so we can help change the world. So I'm going to ask Vinny this one question I asked him when I first met him. Do you believe you could change the world? Not by myself. That's my new answer. It's <laughs> a great answer. <laughs> All right. Thanks for, thanks for watching, guys. We'll be back with season two. Bunch of really great guests and episodes on the way. Stay tuned. We're Athletic Aesthetic, and we love you.